Cameron Smith has run from dummy half and scores a grand final try. The Melbourne Storm have won it. The men of purple are the 2020 NRL Premiers. Welcome to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith on SEN. Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and myself. I am known as Denon Kemp, the beak. We've also got <laughs> the goat on the line, the goat, the great Cameron Smith. Speak to me, Smithy. How have you been, buddy? Kempy, I'm going good, mate. I, um, I'm just, I'm just uh, chowing down on a, on a lovely beef burger at the moment. So um, got that out of the way. Number one rule in radio, don't eat while you're on, on, on air. So... Um, just snuck that away, mate. But it's uh, it's it's good to be back on air. Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in again for another episode of the Captain's Run. How you been, mate? Talk to me, mate. Please. I tell I'm, you what, I'm reaching out here. It's lockdown week, something. Plenty. Week a million. It feels like a million. How you going, and mate? To all look, of our Sydney listeners as well, and Victorian listeners. Let's just say it's been an emotional roller coaster, Smithy. An emotional mm. roller coaster, but sometimes roller coasters can be fun. Just like rugby league. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You just got to make it fun, don't you? Exactly, exactly. So, and just like rugby league, it's a roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster mm. this week. Beloved Connor Watson, uh, one of the, wow. the yep. game's great men, uh, has a huge, I guess, uh, what was really interesting when I put the post up that he had signed with the Roosters, there yes. was almost as much, I guess, um, devastation or, you know, upset. Uh, fans as when I put mm. Adam Reynolds had signed for the Broncos. And I thought that's really interesting to see a guy that is, isn't necessarily as big as Reynolds, but he's yeah. clearly loved by the Newcastle base. And I am actually quite surprised that not the Knights couldn't hold on to a guy like Watson. What are your thoughts on the signing from the Roosters? Yeah, well, I agree. I, I was actually quite surprised that, that Connor is making that shock exit out of Newcastle because given the um, the the role that he plays in that team – and the importance of that role that he plays, um, I, I just thought it would have been a given that he was going to stay. And we all know he's, he's going to the Roosters, the you know the place where it all started for him. But um, yeah, we're hearing that you know even some like all of his teammates were shocked mm. to hear that he was going. And and obviously a much loved uh, part of um, the Newcastle organisation, not only to his teammates and coaches, but also you know the fans. Um, <clears throat> we all know. Uh, you know how big rugby league is in Newcastle in, or in the Hunter region, um, and they've lost one of their their biggest stars. So um, it's not great for their club, particularly the, the, the you know Newcastle over the last you know two to three years. They seem like they're a club or a team on the up, mm. and they're searching for that that opportunity to to be regular you know finalists and pushing for a top four and 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 maybe building towards a premiership. But now with a guy like Connor Watson leaving. I don't know. Does that hurt their chances? Maybe, mate. The the most the biggest surprise for me is let's say it's a top four side that this is the kind of signing a top four side loses due to yes. the demand for the player, yeah. but also the top four side loses it because they have guns coming through. What I'm not understanding is mm. I haven't seen any. Obviously, they've got guns coming through, but there's been yeah. no one putting pressure on Connor Watson's spot in the top squad. No. So no, not at all. What's surprising to me is I'm sure he wasn't demanding, you know, too much money. And by all reports, he's actually taken essentially unders to the to go to the Roosters to better his footy. So again, if it was a top four side, I could understand yep. it. But but sides that can barely make the eight, they don't lose players like this. 
Yeah, well, they don't. They're not in a position to, and and they don't have the opportunity to do that. They need to make you know pretty um, you know serious decisions around their cap and and the players that are needed to uh, be retained to put them in that contention of of playing finals and 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 going deep into the finals as well. Um, I, I guess the 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 alarming thing is that to hear that he has taken a pay cut to leave. Mm. That that's that's that's. I guess that's the um, the alarming thing is to say. Well, he's probably sitting there thinking, "Well, do I see a premiership in the few, in the next you know three to four years here at Newcastle?" He he mustn't. Mm. If he's leaving for to take less money to go to a, particularly a, an organisation like the Roosters, he he's probably seeing more opportunity to win that premiership um, at another club. And it's what's very surprising as well is the Roosters. You would say when it comes to I would say it goes Melbourne Storm, the Roosters, and Penrith when it comes to... Obviously, the Roosters are struggling right now. Mm. But it's alarming when the Roosters can see something in Connor Watson that the Knights can't. You'd almost have to go, well, if the Roosters... If I'm the Knights, I'm sitting there going, if they're seeing something, I should probably take heed of that and, you know, realise there might be something we're not seeing in Connor Watson. Yeah. And and you got to remember, though, the, the Roosters, <clears throat> after, you know, Jake Friend's retirement this year... Um, you know, Sam Verrills has been playing a bit of nine. They've had a they've had a few players playing in that nine position. Maybe they're looking at a Connor Watson to take over that number nine jersey mm. long term, which is not which is not particularly the role that he's had at Newcastle. He's played a bit of thirteen. He's played interchange as well. He's he's played in that sort of utility role as a nine, um, and, and maybe he was thinking that's that's you know I want to be a, a starting player. I want to be a starting player, and and that's what I'm looking to do to you know further my career. As you mentioned, you know he mm. he wanted to go there to better his football, down to the Roosters, and it just the whole package was obviously more attractive to to leave. Yeah, you know what? That's really interesting because I was looking at him more of a replacement to Orbison, but when you look at a guy like Damian Cook who didn't really mm. begin to hit his straps till 26, 27 in yeah. the hooking role, then you're right. Mm. Connor Watson would actually suit this game really well if he was. You know, if basically, let's say Robinson said, you're our yep. nine, you're going to train there all preseason. I think he has the skill set to really make a, you know, a good go at yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He, like, he's a tough little bugger. Um, we've all seen that through his, you know, his football that he's played so far in his career. Um, he's he's lightning fast. He's strong. Mm. Um, and I, I called a game uh, a couple of weeks ago when they played against the Broncos at Suncorp. And as the Broncos... Um, as the game went on and, and their middle forwards got more tired and more tired, he looked like the most dangerous player on the field. Mm. Like, sure, Ponga had, you know, time and space and he he, he moves the way he moves as we, we all see every week. But whenever Connor Watson had the ball in his hands, they the Broncos looked vulnerable. They they looked in danger. So if he could if he could have an entire preseason in that nine jersey, which he has spent a little bit of time at, like it's not – Completely foreign to him. Mm. If he if he had a a full preseason there, like of course he could handle it. Yeah, you know, you're totally, you're totally right. Now you did bring up the great Kalen Ponga. Does this affect? Now mm. everyone knows, you know, I guess that follows both them on social media at least. They are best mates, really, really yeah. close mates. Now, yeah. does this affect the night ability, or at least? I'm sure it wouldn't be the biggest factor, but mm. it definitely doesn't help their case in re-signing Ponga. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Well, his current contract situation is is what he's got a couple of years to go. Is that is that I think correct? two years in his favour um, coming in up. His favour. I think it's I okay. think it's in his favour, but 
do your own research on that. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, look, he. Um, well, he's one player, I guess. That you know, there's there absolutely no chance of letting go. Absolutely no chance because mm. they're they're thinking this is a guy that we need to lock in long term. Just being given the captaincy of the club and and you know reading to that what you like, mm. it's it's quite good timing considering that you know if that's true with his contract situation that. He's got a two-year sort of um, <clears throat> clause in his favour. Mm. Um, you know, I guess giving him the captaincy puts him in a position where he thinks he's obliged to, to sign on or stay. Mm. Um, that may not be the case. Um, I'm just throwing something up there. But um, I don't know. I, I just don't think Newcastle, they will throw everything at him possible to keep him because he's, he's one player that they need to to you know continue to build towards you know everyone wants to be uh, you know in a top four uh, club that's where they want to be and and Ponga has to be there for them to do it. But do you feel that Ponga may not want to resign well, because he's lost his best mate and that just adds to that? Well, we're struggling well, to make the well, eight. Yeah, yeah. Depending on the circumstances, Kempi, like we don't know the, what, exactly what went on. Mm. We you know we just know that Connor's made the decision to move away from Newcastle. Mm. Um, you know I, these guys are professionals. Yeah. You know it's not it's not you know sort of schoolboy footy and um, you're sort of junior footy and you follow your mate around everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. These guys they make decisions. Um, on a, on a professional level where the, first and foremost, they they need to make sure that, you know, that environment is the right thing for them. Mm. And, you know, they'll stay connected in, in some shape or form if they're not playing at the same club, you know, even if they are best mates. So um, does it, does it you know, do, do people start getting a little bit nervous because Connor's left and maybe Ponga will follow him? I don't think so. Mm. Um, because I think, you know, Kalen, if, if Newcastle is the best place for him to continue to learn and grow his game and mm. he enjoys living in that area, like it's a great place to live, I'd imagine, then I, I can't see him moving. Yeah, it's going to be – it's really interesting. Like, I agree with you. They're professionals. Let's not be – I'm, I'm definitely not mm. implying that, oh, my no, mate's no, gone. No, no, no. But <laughs> – I've considered, I've considered not coming in because I'm just upset that you're not up here mate, anymore, mate. See? You can't get up. Can't get up here. Mate, I tell, that's why Smithy. I was the, sulking last week. He was see? the ultimate professionally. Even though he's heartbroken, he can't see me. He still comes to the show, guys. That's what he does for you guys. <laughs> um, but I think it, it is really interesting, though. That I think obviously Knight's future relies on re-signing Ponga in the near future, anyway. Mm. Uh, but uh, it doesn't help the situation. No. At at all in saying that, I think giving the captaincy was a really smart idea because. It does say, look, we really are backing you. We, we want yeah. you here. But um, anyway, we are going to go to the break. This is the captain's run with Cameron Smith for Best Sheds. Best Sheds are up to 40% cheaper than the competition. Visit bestsheds.com.au and text us on 0457 736 736. Back shortly on SEN. This is the captain's run with Cameron Smith on SEN. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. We have plenty of text flying in, Smithy. Plenty of text. A Smithy and Kempi. Caleb here, I have a question for you. Do you think the Broncos can be a top eight side next year with the squads and signings they've gained? Oh, look, I, I think the form that they've shown over the last couple of weeks, they could, if they if they showed that from the start of the year, Kempi, like, they'd be in the top eight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, like the, we've seen from, what, seventh down to eleven. 
and yeah, Broncos are a couple back from them. Like it's that close. They've like seven to eleven. There's five teams fighting for those last two spots. If the Broncos had shown this type of form early, then mm. they'd be there. So I, I, I think absolutely yes, they can be in the top eight um, next year. But you got to remember, like you know, Kevy, he, he's he's put in a lot of hard work. Mm. And and probably now we're we're just seeing some of the results of that hard work. You know, it, it does take time, and I think, yeah, we spoke about this um, at the very beginning of of um, the captain's run when we started way back earlier in the year. That you know, this is a working progress. Like I, I know everyone wants results now, mm. and particularly when you when you wear your heart on your sleeve and you you, know, you absolutely love your your footy team and you want them to win every week, and that's great. But you got to understand that the Broncos they were coming from a long way back last year. Oh, mate, absolutely. Yeah, you know, a new coach comes in. He's got different ideas to what those players have been coached over the last couple. Um, it was always going to take time. But I think you know, the, there's, there's a lot of positives for Broncos fans to take away from their, you know, particularly their last fortnight. Absolutely agree. Hey, fellas, Fabricio from Kingswood here. A question for Smithy. Ooh. When you won the premiership last year or any other year, was there ever a moment throughout the season where you thought, we've got this? Uh, that's a that's a good question. I think uh, I think there's probably been a few times, Kempy, yeah. where where I got to prep maybe you know six or eight weeks out from the finals, and I just thought I don't think any other team can beat us. Yep. Last year last year was one. I, I, you know, I'll tell you the moment when um, I reckon I knew last year was when we went down to um, we played Penrith at Campbelltown, mm. um, and we got beaten uh, only just and. That was possibly the worst team performance of of the Storm in 2020. And I just thought I'd love to get another opportunity at these blokes. And that was the only other game we played them in was the grand final. They yeah. won 17 straight leading into that match. Um, but I just knew, I just, I, I felt the every week we just kept getting better and better and better. And I just thought that I don't think, if, if we play our very best, I don't think there's a team in this comp that can beat us. Mate, I, I, as I said, I've, I've said it a million times, but my prediction before the grand final was storm and storm extremely well. That run you had running in, just yep. p- people forget that you completely decimated the Raiders before the Penrith Panthers. Like it was, yeah. you know, yeah. just on another level. It was, mm. To be honest, it was probably one of your most resounding years I've ever seen. When I, th- well, you know. Yep. Yeah, it- mate, it, it was. And, you know, very different season to every other season that we'd been involved in with, you know, the... the the pausing of the competition and the restart and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, as far as results go and, and the way that we just went about it in mm. the back half of yep. the year, just it, yeah, I reckon it was one of the most complete years. I, I agree with you. Uh, hey boys, if Tommy doesn't win Dally M, does it prove the system needs an well, overhaul? Well, considering Cleary yeah. didn't win last year as well. The, the, um, the discussion is heating up, isn't it? Coming wow. Well, there's only three games to go, but you've you've got a bit of a an idea of or looking at some results that may have happened throughout the year. Like I don't know, like a lot of people would think Tommy would win it, and and look, if he won, he's he's a deserved winner. Mm. But we can't forget about some of the performances that we've seen this year. Like Cleary was was out and out um, the best player in the first you know third of the year. Mm. Origin started, picked up an injury, hasn't played a lot of games, so he. He may still be in it because of where he put himself at the start, mm. um, but I, I reckon Tommy may have overtaken him now. Cody Walker, mate, from South Latrell, wow, another yeah. outstanding you know 
pairing at, at that club. And, and let's not forget, they've won the last 10. Yes, and those two those two players, in, when they've been involved in those matches, they've been they've been in their top two or three every time. Well, actually, really interesting, and I'm not sure if this. So, so Latrell is disqualified, I think, because he got suspended. Oh, suspensions, that's right. Yeah. But that makes it interesting because if he can't get points, that's just more points for Walker. So it actually, if that is the case, can you give him three points? If no, he's... no, no, no. So mate, he can he can still be awarded points. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, it's not it's not a it's not an automatic disqualification where um, votes can't go to that player. Interesting. They, just, they they get deducted at the end of the season. Okay, very interesting. Well, so we actually have some numbers here. So. The votes closed round 12. Well, they went behind closed doors. There's mm-hmm. been 10 rounds since. So after round 12, yep. Cleary had 21 points after round 12, which is incredible. Travojevic wow. had 15, Walker had eight, and Hughes had seven. Now, since round 12, Cleary has only played two games. So yep. let's let's say he got man of the match in, or at least two points in each. So that's four points, uh, or man of the match once. So yep. he would be on 20. This is an estimate, guys. He'd be on 24 points now. Travojevic... Yes. Was on 15 points. He's played six games since. You'd have to yep. say he got me to the match at least three of the six, maybe even four. I'd say four. Maybe four. So you, you, that would put him at about 27 points-ish mark. Yep. Um, but then you've got Cody Walker, who has actually played nine games since. And he had eight points yeah. at the time. Now, he has scored. Yep. He's In the nine games, he's had 21 tries in those oh. nine games. Which is, which is insane. Insane. Go, Cody. Yeah, exactly. You're not impacting the game enough. You're not impacting the game enough. So you'd have to say, if you've got 21 tries this in the last uh, nine games that you've played, you would have to say he's won at least, you know, 14 to 18 points. That puts him yep. at 26 points. Then you've yep. got Jerome Hughes, who's having an incredible career. He's also played nine games since. He was on seven points. You would have to say he's gotten at least, you know, 14 to 18 points. Yep. Yeah, I reckon with that situation though, Kempy, I think you'd probably you'd throw in Nico Hines. Yep. Okay. Um, Brandon Smith. Smithy, yes. So news. you know they would be those three. They'd be stealing points off each other as well. Very true. Very true. So I reckon as well, like oh, mate, oh, Hughesy's having the best uh, season of his career by far. Mm. Um, but he may just be hurt by a couple of his teammates. I reckon stealing yep. a few here and there off him. That is very true. But do you? what are your thoughts? Like, look, put it this way. Six weeks ago, it was basically Travojevic or Cleary. There is no one else that is going to win this this uh, Dally M run. But I honestly think Walker's a genuine smoky. 100% he is, mate. 100% he is. And, and the run that they've gone on and, you know, the 10 in a row, it's it's a, a lot of that is to do with the way he's playing at the moment. He's, he's carving teams up. I, like, oh, he's absolutely carving teams up, and it just it looks it looks like he's doing it so easy. And the way that they play out on their left hand side, with you know they they have all they they put their entire spine out there, and they run those nice little block plays. It's like a training run. It dead set looks like a training run. They're just going through the motions, but they no one can stop it. It's incredible. It's incredible. No one can stop it. And and the yeah his it, it you know I reckon there was a turning point when um, they snubbed him. I think so. I think so as well. Especially that third game where they they probably if you as as we discussed, we felt that if you were just out and out trying to win it, you go Reynolds and uh, Walker. Yep. Um, And whereas they went Moses and said so. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think that that Mm -hmm. really spurred him on to. I mean, some of the footy he's playing is some of the crispest ball playing footy I've personally ever seen. Mm. Um, But anyway, on to not as positive things to talk about. MRC 
the refs and its consistency. Now, Annesley has come out and basically said coaches need to, you know, ease up on the criticism and need to ease up in post-match press conferences when it comes to, you know, having a go at the refs' decisions. What are your thoughts on how the refs have handled themselves in the MRC over the last few weeks, Smithy? Um, oh, it's just it's up and down, and mm. and again we just we we talk about the consistency of rulings, um, not only in games but you know when when the MRC do their um, their post match um, diagnosis of of you know incidents and and you see guys get three weeks for one thing, and a, a guy gets you know like a fine for pretty much a similar offence, and it's just like. As fans, like you just you throw your hands up in the air and just go like, "What's doing?" Oh man, I why? What? Like why? Why are we getting these inconsistencies still? And and a lot of frustration comes through, yeah, the 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 way the um, judicial system is set up with like loading and and prior offences and and all this type of stuff. But oh, mate, it's just frustrating. The, the most frustrating thing for me is like the differences in, in games. Mm. Yep. Like the rulings in games, like how they differ so much. And it's just, oh, I don't know. It's, sometimes you just go, oh, like, I can't watch this. I can't watch it. Oh, and it's and I understand why coaches are frustrated because you're sitting there, you're, you're scrapping for everything. And then you you get a call like the bull, uh, the Bulldogs on the weekend where, you know, the Warriors winger drops the ball, gets hit after oh. it, but they score a try. They get the try taken oh. off from And then the MRC come out and say it wasn't a penalty. There's okay. nothing wrong with it. Now, we are going to head into a break. This is a captain's run with Cameron Smith. For Best Sheds are up to 40% cheaper than the competition. Visit bestsheds.com.au. Back shortly on SEN. This is the captain's run with Cameron Smith on SEN. Welcome back to the captain's run with Cameron Smith. Now, interestingly... Interestingly, is that even a word? Uh, yeah, that's a word. Play on, mate. Look, we'll just keep. We'll, we'll move through it as we always do, Smithy. We move through the tough, the tough times that we create ourselves. Uh, but now we've <laughs> we've heard. I'm not sure how accurate the report is, but it, there is, I guess, reports saying that Brandon Smith and the Storm have begun negotiations. Mm. Again, not sure how accurate the reporting is with the figures, but there is a, a, a rough figure of 600K out there. So don't wow. take it with a bit of salt. Uh, you know, it, yeah. may, it may not be the exact figure, but very interesting with one of the biggest names in rugby league right now, Brandon Smith, but that also is delivering on the field for 600K. Thoughts on that, Smithy? Yeah, look, uh, I think it's that's a little bit short mm. uh, for me. I'd, I'd be thinking that he's the value that he adds, adds to that club, um, you know, with his on-field performances this year, um, the leadership that he's shown with, you know, with weeks of, of um, this season where they've been missing, you know, leaders in their side. So Munster wasn't there for five weeks. Um, you know, Dale Finucane has spent time on the sidelines. Ryan Pappenhausen, the same thing. Um, you know, Jesse Bromwich, a couple of games here and there. Like, he, I, he's been outstanding this year, Brendan Smith. Yep. Now, you just got to – you got to think, though – what are the Storm thinking long term with him and Harry Grant? Mm. Are they are they thinking we're just going to continue with those two players sharing a role? Um, and if they're going to share that role, then then six hundred is where they're at for him. Um, I, I just think, I just think, even if they are sharing that role, I, I just think what Brandon has given that club this year, he's he's shown more 
than most that, yeah, he, he's worth more than 600. And, and yeah, you got to remember, like, we're not just talking about on-field performances here. Like, he's one of the, the great characters of the game when, you know, the sort of characters are starting to sort of dwindle. Um, but he adds so much value away from the football field for your organisation. Mm. Oh, mate, absolutely. I, I, I think, I, put it this way, I, I think there'll be several clubs out there that would be just waiting, just just showing him more dollars than that to have him at their club. I think so too. I think there's, there's a number of clubs because we have to remember how many clubs don't have a an out and out high quality hooker. Honestly, yeah, yeah. No, there's there's well, there's several in the competition at the moment. Um, so you know, and let's remember, like he's an international. Yeah. Like he's the, he's the Kiwis number nine. I know we haven't seen international footy for a little bit now, but he he is the the Kiwis number nine. And again, like he he's shown this year that, you know, Harry Grant missed a, a a whole heap of footy, and he played you know big minutes. A lot of people were questioning him at the start of the year, like can he like he can't even play eighty minutes and whatever. But he was pumping out huge minutes. Oh mate, and, and it's just about adapting to that new role that he had. Like he hadn't played that nine role for quite some time since I think since he left sort of the under twenties at the Cowboys, mate. Um, was, yeah, so I was just going to yeah, say, go, mate. I was just going to say, a lot of people at the start of the year talking about, oh, he may not be eighty minutes. People don't understand that if you're playing lock, you've got to have an extra four to five kilos on you. Whereas if you're yeah, an out and out, right. you know, if, if you're an out and out yeah. hooker, you, you don't. You only need to be about, you know, not ninety two kilos, yeah. ninety one kilos. A, a lock, a, a strong, mm. big, strong lock is at about, you know, ninety seven, ninety eight, around that weight, uh, around that weight. Yeah, and and you know, like there's a there's a little bit going on at the Storm now, and 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 they've obviously just lost Dale Finucan, mm. um, so they're going to need someone to take that thirteen jersey. Mm. Um, and, and whether they look to now put Brandon in that jersey and have Harry as the starting number nine moving into next year, I, I'm not. I'm, I really don't know what they're going to do there. Mm. Um, but certainly, certainly, you'd be thinking, uh, you know, the 600 mark that may just be a starting figure. Mm. Um, it, it might be more. Like, it's just what's been tossed out there. Yeah. But I, I'm thinking maybe 600, maybe just a tad short at the moment. I think so, especially when I think he's Dalian Hooker of the Year this year. I think he's got it locked in the bag. Yeah. I, I don't. I would be shocked if any other hooker won Dalian Hooker of the Year. So, <laughs> good point, mate. We just got a text in. Brandon Smith would stay for two hundred thousand if he's allowed to. F- if he was given free reign to pester Craig Bellamy, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Hey, maybe that's why they only offered him six hundred because he filled that. Bag full of bloody rocks with Bellamy's <laughs> yeah. bag, and Billy Craig just said, "Nah, I'm not giving him any more." <laughs> oh, now, <laughs> now on to the eels. What is Adam doing? It is a uh, a oh. ball from Grace. They went from you know mid year. They were this powerful big forward pack, just rolling through sides. Mm. Now, and it, it just seems to their confidence is gone. Their yeah, everything just seems to be different. They just don't seem they're not the same side. No, it, and and you got to remember, like winning, winning is a habit, right? You get used to it, and mm. you just you just understand of the, the things that need to be done to win. And perfect example: Melbourne Storm over the last two weeks haven't been at their best, mm. but they've got the job done. They just when the when the when the time come that mattered, like they they make it happen. Mm. What I think Paras got into, they've they've just gone into a little rut where they just things aren't going right for them. Um, sure, they're not playing their best football, but that's what happens at times when your confidence is down. 
you know, you get a few bounce of the ball, balls go against you. You know, a couple of 50-50 calls from the referee goes goes against you. And and when you're not playing well and you're down on confidence, that's it's 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 ironically, it's ironic how often that happens where the bounces go against you, the calls go against you. Mate, now all they all they need to do. Well, in, in my experience, all they need to do is just continue to work hard at training. Hard work will get you out of it. It's it's no use trying to you know look for a, a miracle answer or change this or change that. We need to do this differently. Like stick to your hard work. You haven't lost your talent that you had at the start of the year when you were winning mm. everything. Yeah, you know you you beat you beat a lot, most of the teams in the competition, and you're sitting high and you know you're sitting pretty in the top four. Yeah, just continue to work hard and things will change. I think maybe this week, you know, no disrespect to the Cowboys here, but they've lost ten in a row. They're not in a great spot at the moment. If Parramatta go out there and play well and get a good win, it may just do them, yeah, you know, the good that they need to get their season back on track. Oh, absolutely. I think with the Eels, I I, I wouldn't consider positional changes just yet, but I do think that if this continues, because it just seems that they, they get into attacking positions and it's just not as crisp as it could be. You know, mm. it's not as square as it could be, all that kind of stuff. I think that they could potentially take a leaf out of Penrith's book in the sense that they move Brown to centres because Brown is a, a wow. similar-ish body to Burton. And mm. Burton is, is arguably, you could argue he's played better footy at centre than at six. And so I was, I, I was thinking that maybe because Brown is, is still young, he's 21, you put him in the centres, you get him to develop his game, get his confidence, his running game, mm. everything going really well. You move Gutho to six, and then yep. potentially you go maybe in the market for a Joey Manu at fullback. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. Wow. Um, <laughs> now. Wow. It, you know, it's just, it's just a bit of chat. It's just a bit of chat. <laughs> but I, That's a big fish, that one. Mate, well, they landed him. Well, it would be, would be incredible. It'd be incredible. But I just think that I do believe that they still need to sign one more strike outside back. I mm. think at the moment... Yep. They're just missing that one guy that can break a game open, especially when Fergo and Sivo aren't playing as well as they could be. So it's, you know, where they used to get a lot of the momentum in Sivo and in uh, and Fergo, they Fergo. just don't have it anymore. Yeah. Um, anyway, so what were your thoughts on that, Smithy? No, well, I agree. I think you, you know, we've spoken about that um, a few weeks back. How you thought they were one short um, yep. out wide. I still feel as though like they've they've got the they've got the players. Yep. That they've shown it. They they've absolutely shown it. The, the the concerning thing for Parramatta now is that this is this is a trend. Mm. This is this is a trend that we've seen over the last few years, and it, and it's 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 worrying. Like if I was if I was in that organisation, I'd be worried about what, what like why does this continue to happen? Um, and and as fans, I guess you know you'd be frustrated because they show so much promise, and you think, well, this is our year. Again, yeah. this is our year. Like we're going really well. We're sitting in the top four, and then bang, halfway, half halfway through the season comes. You know, origin period finishes, and we just go down that slippery slope again. Absolutely. Now, we just wanted to quickly say, Andrew Fafida. Uh, the reports mm. are surgery has gone well, and he That's should good. make a full recovery. So, you know, get well soon, big fella. Um, you know, very scary times there for a bit. I, I just to see that. You know, a guy like Fafida, he's been around forever. Um, so yeah, just wanted to shout him out. Also the great yep. Jimmy Maloney retiring, oh. the great Jimmy Maloney retiring. We just wanted to shout him out oh. as well. Um, but after the break, we got your man, Smithy. We got your man, Tristan from Tosport <laughs> will be joining Tristo. us, mate. The great Tristan.
I mean, <laughs> it, it does. The day doesn't get any better than that. Uh, but uh, this is the captain's run with Cameron Smith for Best Sheds. Best Sheds are up to 40% cheaper than the competition. Visit bestsheds.com.au. When we come back, we catch up with Tristan from Top Sport for the latest odds. This is the captain's run with Cameron Smith on SEN. Time for an odds update. Top Sport giving you top dollar everything AFL. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the captain's run. And ladies and gentlemen, just when you thought your day couldn't get any better, you're sitting uh-huh. there going, how good is life? Uh-huh. It can't get any better. The great Tristan from Top Sport enters your ear, ear canals and lets you know the top, the best odds in in the, the I don't know, the, the premiership of, of NRL, the racing, anything you want. Tristan's got Everything. it. How are you going, mate? Good boy. That's the third best introduction I've had today. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, speak to me, Tristan. How are we going, mate? How the premiership market is heating right up. I think there's more. I, I, I'd have to say I don't know what the odds are, but I would have to say more more teams, I guess, are shorting towards the premiership with Manly playing really well. You've got the Rabbitohs on good form. How's it all uh, shaping up, mate? Cleary back. Cleary. Yeah, well, we've got, yeah we, we've got a clear four favourites now. So Melbourne's very short. They're $2.10, and, and they've been dominant all year. So I think that's a pretty clear-cut uh, favourite, and, and, and it's rightly so. Then Penrith at 380, they've shorted up from $4 with Cleary back, so they've firmed up a little bit. South, they've just been flying under the radar. They're cruising along. Obviously, Wayne Bennett's going to have them primed for the uh, for the playoffs in a, in a month or so. They're $5 and Manly. They were 201 a few months ago. They're into $8.50. That's, and, uh, that is talk- crazy. Oh, wow. Huge, isn't it? Yeah. And they were, there was talk about Turbo potentially missing this game. That line's gone from six and a half to sixteen and a half on the back of him getting named, and that's uh-huh. just solidified their their shortening for the top four as well. So Manly's been the big mover. Obviously, the Roosters, Eels, Raiders are still in it, but they're twenty to one a high. So I think we've got a clear four, but Manly the biggest mover. What's your thoughts, guys? Where, where, where do you see this? Uh, this obviously you might have a little bit of bias there, Ken. But um, what, what about you, Kempi? Where's your uh, where's your heart at at the moment? Oh well, first of all, I played NRL too, mate. So I would also have <laughs> I would also oh, have bias. To the Brisbane the Broncos. Yeah, the, Warriors. the Warriors are 250 to 1. So that might be where your, uh, your loyalty lies. Mate, Broncos, they're going to make a late charge. Mathematically, I don't even know if it's possible, but we make things happen up in Brisbane, mate. What about you, Smithy? What do you, what do you got, mate? Yeah, no, well, yeah, clear favouritism to the Melbourne. They're on a huge winning streak. They're, they're looking to equal the 75 Roosters this week with 19 in a row. But um, I'll tell you what, value for money... Rabbits, yeah, yeah, I five dollars, like six bucks or whatever they are, five or six bucks. Like, yeah, tell you what, the Rabbitohs fans, they'll be chucking a little bit on them, I reckon. Yeah, I think they're just flying under that radar. They, they, they did a similar thing last year where they made that exerted push just at the end of the season, but they're just a little bit further back than where they are now. I, I think, like the Titans, been playing pretty good footy over the last month, and what they, they put the cleaners through the Gold Coast side there on the weekend. I think it's a really key game, which we'll t- touch on now. The Panthers against the the Bunnies on Friday night. Yeah, uh, Penrith's slight favourites, a dollar seventy. South two eighteen. The line's two and a half. But a little bit of ducks and drakes in this game. I think these two teams will meet each other in the week one of the finals. So mm. it'll be important just to see if the coaches keep anything just up their sleeve for that 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 battle. Because I think it's a little bit different, and you guys can probably 
uh, relate to this more than what I can, but maybe if you finish second or third, it's not as big a difference this season as any other year. Like, isn't that home ground advantage is gone? So mm. it probably doesn't matter as much from a from a long term point of view if you do finish second or third. So it'll be interesting. It'll be a cracking game. Looking forward to see it. I think Penrith going to be better for the run after their players are back, but South might be able to get them this week. I think. Yeah, I, I think for Rabbitohs fans, they'll be pretty keen to see where they're at. This is a great test for them. After you know winning 10 in a row, they, they get to face Penrith, who have you know, been one of the standouts of the year. Cleary back, and they played, They showed you know some of their best football last week with him back in the side. Um, very interesting. Whoever wins this one finishes second, but as you said, it, it, in the scheme of things, it, it, it doesn't you know, give any too much advantage to come the finals, but... Um, still a still a good psychological boost because they'll probably meet each other in a month's time anyway. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, looking forward. To it. I, I think I think the other the other thing that I wanted just to touch on, guys, real quick. The Warriors to make the eight are at eleven dollars now, or twelve dollars now to make the eight. They've got three very winnable games. I just wanted to shout that out to the punters because they've got teams that they're going to be fifty fifty or better to win. If they win those three games, the twelve dollars. About the Warriors, I think there's a chance of them sneaking into the uh, finals. You got Newcastle dollar sixteen, Gold Coast dollar sixty five, and you got Canberra two forty. Big support for the Sharkies today, eight dollars mm. into six fifty, and then the Warriors at twelve bucks. 12 yeah, bucks. I tell you, that, like, that's that's a, that's a big one. That that that's it's it's not as crazy as you think because the Warriors, like they play the Broncos this week. You you probably you'd like to back. The Warriors in that one, even though Brisbane have found a in, little bit of in form. the Denon Kemp Cup. <laughs> yeah, the Kempy the Kempy Cup. It's the Kempy Cup. And then uh, and yeah. then and then they're playing against two sides. Uh, Raiders currently sitting ninth, vying for that that spot in the eight, and also the Titans. They're inside the eight. So if they if they're to win those three, um, and a couple of results go their way, like they could they could quite easily make the top eight, which would be a remarkable effort. That'd oh, be incredible, mm. especially. Especially after RTS retired a few weeks ago, it's been mm. an amazing season. Yeah, very, very happy for them. So, yeah, look, looking forward to the next few weeks. And why don't we just quickly chat before we finish up? We uh, we got our second best collector of the season in our charity account last week when Nikau Spur mm. was a late scratching. So mm. we got our money back into that. So we're going to go Nikau Spur again. Race seven, number three, uh, five fifty into four sixty. I think, I think, I think she just wins this week. Um, I, I think it'll be very tough to beat. That's at Sandown. Race seven, number three. We're just going to go straight on the nose. About four sixty at the moment, and I think uh, Johnny Allen on board is just going to give give the champ a, a good sit and, and be uh, be very hard to run down. And just quickly, Tristo, before you leave us, just checking in, mate. Did you get that pallet full of uh, full of uh, bloke beer? I've been checking my letterbox every couple of days. So <laughs> oh no! Day. I tell you what, someone's getting sacked, and it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll turn up soon, <laughs> mate. Thank you so much for uh, joining us, Tristan. As always, gamble responsibly, but go to Top Sport if you're going to do it. And we'll see you next week, mate. Thanks, guys. Talk then. Whether it's same-game multi or head-to-head betting, Top Sport gives you top dollar for everything AFL. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. We've got some texts here. We've got a 1,000 texts we, uh, mm. we've got here. Would you stick with Nakora in the centres after his strike performances early this year and Blake's uh, form that is struggling? Thoughts, Smitty? Yeah, I'd keep him there. I, I would. I think Nakora should have stayed there. I was surprised that he he got moved. To be honest, I thought he was the best centre at the club. Uh, now, 
Hey, mate, Bill here. Can you ask Smithy what's his thoughts on Ockenbore is? I, I don't know if you remember Smithy. <laughs> Ockenbore, the, the big man running straight at you. Thoughts on Ockenbore? Oh, mate, twice. <laughs> twice. He, he's, he, found a, he found a rich uh, vein of form that day. He just, it was like a big Clydesdale just straight over the top of me. Then then uh, then turned up the next week, led about four tries and got dropped. <laughs> Why couldn't he do that against mate, me, Jaden? Come on, yeah, mate. mate. Look after the old boy. I was... 48 years of age when you ran over the top of me. It's the only it's a, uh, the two miss the two tackles you've only missed in your whole career, which is crazy. <laughs> All on one day. That's crazy. Uh, now, how do you think Melbourne will go this week with no Hughes and our Melbourne due for a loss, Smithy? Oh well, you know, just when are you ever due for a loss? Like it's, I guess the the one saying you you think about is for every win you have, you are closer to your next loss. Um, I think they'll be fine. I think it's Craig's probably. Glad he's got an opportunity to, to start Pappenhausen. He's going to put Nico Hines in the halves, I believe. So, um, yeah, I think they'll be okay. They, they, they've shown all year that, you know, one player goes out, another player comes in, and they just they play well and get the job done. Uh, we we are we have ran out of time, guys, so we're not even going to be able to give you our preview. Um, look, just back Sorry, the favourites. Just back the favourites. I, I don't want to be responsible <laughs> yep. for any... Uh, I could just. Right, I can, what about what about one quick one, Kempy? Because this is obviously a big game. Yeah. Rabbits, rabbits, Penrith. I'm going rabbits. Oh, mate, I'm with you. I think rabbits might get them. Yes. Em. And Broncos v Warriors. Broncos 13 plus all day, <laughs> every day, baby. If you've missed anything from the show, make sure to download the SEN app. Grab the podcast. This has been the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. For best sheds are up to 40% cheaper than the competition. Visit bestsheds.com.au. Catch you next week. This is The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith on SEN. With a range of brand new designs and inspiring new display homes to experience, you can discover extraordinary in every room. Visit mcdonaldjoneshomes.com.au today. McDonald Jones. Find yourself at home. Find yourself at home. Find yourself at home. Find yourself at home. Find yourself at home.